This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. One of the hardest things I think to like do really well, especially jeans and well fitting, and I'm so anal about it that I think I should just like remove that from my list of things that I like to do. I'm just gonna buy jeans that already fit yeah. me well. Right. Like you go to the thrift store, you know that you have the ability to change some things, and there's just some things that aren't worth the effort. Exactly. So I'm taking. You know, we're not taking an L yet, but we're getting close to taking an L there. <laughs> um, the only, like, ones that I've successfully done that I like are, like, my boxer jeans. Um, so, yeah. How's eclipse season going for you? Eclipse season check-in? Uh, yeah, eclipse season check-in. Uh, so far, I'm trying to remember. When did it officially kick in? The end of last week? Is that yeah, right? Thursday or Friday? Thursday night, maybe? I feel okay, actually. I think it's a combination of um, having just finished my Saturn return and coming out of winter. So I'm like getting a whole influx of energy. Like I'm no longer feeling seasonally depressed. So we're getting a lot done. for that. We love that. Yeah. So that um, the eclipse is I don't necessarily feel it, I think, as intensely as you might be. No, I think I, well, A, okay, so this is like the third of a series of Scorpio Eclipse that Alice Bell told us about last year, because we Mm. interviewed her right before they started, and um, that's with a Vogue astrologer. You guys should go back and listen to that episode if you haven't heard it. Yeah, what episode would that be? Oh my gosh, that's a while ago. I would just look up Verve Alice Bell, just type that in, you'll find it. Um, But I think because it's like my last one, and like life's been all sorts of things for the past like year and a half like I'm just mentally deciding that I'm like you know what like this is a good thing this is ending Mm -hmm. and we're just smooth sailing I decided to I think minus in like the 12th house uh because there's also like an Aries one and so it's about like self-confidence and stuff and so I just made a decision that I'm going to be fully self-confident and just like not doubt myself and like believe that I am enough and so I think I just went into it with an intention of like we're ending some self-doubt era and we're just living in life big okay i love that note number one alice's episode is episode number 43 note number two i am obsessed with that and i feel like this is a great intro into talking about your newest purchase my newest purchase what did i buy your camera oh well okay well i didn't update you on that that's why it doesn't feel real oh because i bought a sony it's like the Sony vlogging camera, and there's a Canon right. version that they're, and I bought the Sony one because it's with that better video, and I would like to do video and photos, right? I'd like to vlog, make some videos, you know, YouTube and stuff, but the Sony camera doesn't come with flash, 
there's no built-in yeah. flash and there's no mount to have like to attach a flash you know externally and I'm like, I, I don't want like a million things to have to carry around. So I just sent that back today and I will be buying the Canon G7X3 or something. But Alex Earl posted an ad and now it's like sold out everywhere. Fucking just Alex unbelievable timing. <laughs> uh, I was like, Canon, why are you going to have her promote something that you don't have a good stock of? Like, it's also just that, merchandising like, marketing 101. Yeah, that's really silly. Um, so I sympathize with you on that. I dug out my camera and started vlogging today just for shits and gigs because I had my That's phone what I'm feeling. on. Like, I just think it'd be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had my phone on the charger and I was like, oh, I'm doing something that I could make a TikTok about. And then I was like, wait, what if I just grab my camera? Because I could, I didn't want to unplug my phone. My phone is chronically on low battery. It's probably one of my biggest red flags. And so then I started that and it's been kind of fun. It almost like weirdly forces forced me today to be more present than if I was on my phone. Yeah, it's almost like slightly more analog than we're used to because you can't do anything else on it but like film and take photos. Right. Which I do love an analog moment. So that will be fun to try to mess with. And plus, like, if I just do a week vlog, I'm going on vacation this week. So that would be a great opportunity. Okay. We have two things to cover. First, what did you do all day today? Because I think everyone here will cheer for you when they hear. I did so much laundry today. And I actually put it away. And it is feeling really good. I have a, like my living room is currently like taken over by folded laundry. Um, but after this is over, I'm going to put it away and I'm going to feel really good. I will have, I have so much activewear. It's a problem. And I think it's partially because of where we work. And then two, like, it's so annoying, I think, to wash it and wait for it to dry. So like, it just takes five times longer than stuff you can just throw in the, in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, oh, well, I'll just get something new. <laughs> Do you have a good like drying rack situation? I have a drying rack. It's just not that big and it's not in a really like um, high, like the air doesn't move around that much. Like I would I'd just drag it all the way upstairs. Like that'd be so annoying, but they just, uh, yeah. And it's not that big. So not that much stuff can fit on there, but I have it mm-hmm. and I use it. I have noted I did a big like activewear clean out lately and now all my stuff is just like mostly black but I'm like honestly Mm. this is so much easier it is really easy to just feel like really matchy I've been in a very matchy mood lately um with all of my activewear and I had a really matchy outfit this week Ooh, I'm excited speaking of we should probably get this episode started because we have some Big things to discuss. This is almost like a pop culture episode, but there is Mm. a good bit of fashion happening, but it is all centered around people who are in the pop culture sphere. And the first thing, you know we have to talk about it. Sophia Richie got married, and if you are on the internet, you have seen a million photos already, but we are here to lay out exactly what happened, what she's wearing, and give you all of our thoughts on the latest quiet luxury Nepo baby queen that is, you know, I feel like re-entering the public sphere. Yeah, she is the younger sister of Nicole Richie, 
And she's only 24, which if you think about it in the grand scheme of life is pretty young to be getting married, but she has literally every disposal or every resource at her disposal. And it is the most fabulous wedding. I'm so excited to talk about this. Yes. And I love this wedding because like, like you said, she's young. She's a year younger than me. And like, sure, people get married then, but I feel like celebrities getting married young just makes sense. Like if you have the money Mm -hmm. to, and like you have all these resources on your side, like why would you not like might as well? Like that's the one thing that can really control in life. Cause I feel like a lot of other things, there's a lot of other voices creeping in. So Sophia married Elliot Grange. I should have looked up how to pronounce his last name. Do you know? It looks like Grange. He's British. There can't be that many crazy pronunciations of a British word. (laughs) Okay, you are right. So he is the also a Nepper baby. He's the son of Universal Music Group. I wrote SEO in my notes. (laughs) CEO. Lucien Grange. And they got married in France last weekend at Hotel du Cap Eden Rock in Antibes, which I saw someone pronounce it like that on a TikTok who went to the hotel. So I'm just going to oh. take their word for it. Um, yeah. Stunning in the South of France. Like, again, like what I love so much about this weekend that it's like rich people being rich people and like being unapologetic about it. And like uh, more power to you. Like I feel some kind of way when rich people like try to like play it down or whatever. Unapologetically just, like, rich. Yes. Into it. Get married in the South of France. Yes. And wear yes. your three Chanel dresses that you collaborated on with the house. Like, absolutely. It is so so much worse when rich people don't rich people. Like, I want to see you live your most opulent lifestyle. I don't want to have you living like us commoners. Like, that's not the point. Like, give us what we've been asking for. Like, I want a little, like, aspiration here. And she delivered. And I thought it was funny because Sophia Ritchie, like, again, she's young, right? She's had a very good setup in life. She doesn't really need to, like, let's say, quote, unquote, accomplish a ton. But I was, like, reading articles about her and, like, people just kept calling her different things. They called her a stylist socialite, a model, a fashion designer. In her bio on Instagram, she's the beauty director over at Nude Sticks, which is funny because I'm like, okay, I'm sure she's, like, you know, probably on their board or like maybe invest in it or something and has a little bit of say but like I think about like what a director at our job would do like an international retail company and I'm like there's no way that girl's doing that like she's showing up at like a meeting once a week or two (laughs) but I love that for her yeah right like no hate I we wish that we were there and we're just not so yeah our dad's not Lionel Richie so that is unfortunate (laughs) um and then she is most I hate to say most well-known. She dated Scott Disick for, like, two years. Mm. And yeah. I feel like that's when she kind of entered people's minds in the pop culture sphere. Um, and then she and Elliot started dating in 2021. A year later, in t- 2022, he proposed to her. He's 30, a little older. He also moved to um, – he is from England, but he moved to L.A. and created his own record label, 10K Projects, in 2017, where he signed rappers Trippy Red and Takashi 69. So, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly the man knows what he's doing because that was, like, a whole new generation of rap that a lot of people were ignoring at that time or um, kind of playing it off as, like, mumble rap, right? And he is clearly ahead of his time. And so flash forward a year later on Thursday or Friday, Sophia Richie unveils a new TikTok or, like, she just gets on TikTok and she does, like, Sophia Richie 
Grange. Is that how we decided what his last name was pronounced? And she, she like unveils her new last name and she starts doing like get readies with me for this wedding weekend, which I'm like, who is behind her marketing public relations team? Because I want to hire them like genius to have her start doing get readies with me the weekend of the like most publicized wedding that I've seen in like quite some time. Genius. I saw somebody say that this is the American royal wedding. Like this was huge for everybody on the internet. Like it was, a, like you said, a marketing genius move. Because she also worked with Vogue. They came behind the scenes to her Chanel fitting. So like I said a, a little bit earlier, she has three Chanel outfits that she had created for the wedding, rehearsal dinner, ceremony dress, and reception dress. But before we get into the Chanel of it all, Let's talk about some of the other weekend outfits. So we have her arrival fit. Another brand favorite of her is Kate. We have mm. covered their New York show, I think, two seasons ago. They are very, like, New York cool girl, like, really sophisticated. And that's the other thing is that, like, I feel like Sophia Richie over the past few months has really noticeably changed her style and, like, her personal style that she's putting out in the world from kind of, like, she used to wear, like, I want to say like more fun, youthful of of the times kind of like pink sparkly two-piece sets and stuff like that. And she definitely is going more quote unquote quiet luxury mm-hmm. and like elegant, sophisticated, which is really working for her. She's a married woman now. I feel like this was her like entrance into real celebrity womanhood, like rewind she's only 24 so like for her to have dated scott disick like two years ago she's like 20 21 22 and now she's like a grown-up quote-unquote wearing these quiet luxury pieces she's no longer wearing trends like i think you're right that it's a really nice transition for her and it's still relevant in a way that feels I think she thinks age appropriate like i feel like she sees herself in a different light and that's why she's wanting to change her style yeah, it's like a little more modest, right? There's not so much like crop top bearing, low necklines, but it's not done in like a dumpy way. What I just kind of was ruminating on is like, think about her sister though, like at her age, Nicole Richie at 24. Yeah. Is like coming off of like the simple life. This is probably like, she's probably been famous in the paparazzi for a few years. And I would assume around this age is when she started working with Rachel Zoe and really went like full bohemian queen. And I just think it's it's interesting to see like them probably at the same age, like go such different style routes, but each undeniably, I mean, we can't call Sophia Richie a style icon right this second, but I'm going to think that her way of dressing is going to have an impact on what we see of like nepo baby fashion and like young hollywood and like what Mm. they're wearing like i think she will end up being pretty influential in this time Mm. um okay back to the fit so so we have the kate kind of brown knit dress it looks like a mini dress long sleeve but then there's like this fringe three-tiered situation on the bottom white pointed toe pumps and a boxy wooden chanel bag so chanel is not in She's not wearing Chanel in every outfit, but I think at least, like, she has one thing on. So she definitely has a contract with them. She also did her bachelorette party in Paris, and they did, like, a Chanel class where they got to, like, make those paper little flowers, which I'm so jealous. And then the next look, we have the same white slingbacks with a pro in the schooler maxi dress. Uh, Again, it's giving luxury resort. It's a pointed 
how do you even describe that neckline? I'm not like a double V situation. It's almost like right, a halter. Right, because it's not as high as a halter. It's and it probably crisscrosses in the back. Like I don't think that ties around her neck. It's very yeah. cool. I'm very into it. And I love that pairing. So this dress is like black with um some blue, white, and maybe like a tan striping chevron at the top. But then there's like this deep raspberry mini Kelly. And that is a great pairing and unexpected. I think that the mirroring of like the pointiness of the shoe with the pointiness of the neckline and the like arrows in the top, very into. And the harshness of the slicked back bun, but like in a really casual dress, very into. And her makeup in every like photo, every even on her wedding and like everything is like always very like subdued, Mm -hmm. which I think does make sense with like mainstream makeup trends at the moment. I feel like the clean girl look. Right. Uh, But I think very good choice. It suits her. And I I saw a lot of her interviews for this weekend. She was just like, I just wanted to make like classic choices that I would be proud to look back on in like 20, 30 (laughs) years. It wasn't being like, oh, my God, what was I doing at the time? Which like. I respect and I also generally have that fear when it would come to my wedding day that I would want to be like really go for it and try something and then look back and be like, why did I do that? <laughs> uh, and then next we have a little vest Macti pencil skirt moment um, with this kind of white fluffy Chanel bag with these ribbons and bows on it, a casual white flip flop, which looks like Javiana's, but I'm sure are the row and like two thousand dollars and then again slick back ponytail braid with a scarf like this is also like i think particularly like this outfit good style inspo for anyone because it's so like clean and classic you could go to the thrift store and put this ensemble together yourself pretty easily yeah a hundred percent which is always so nice when celebrities do that for us (laughs) <laughs> love it okay and then next another kate dress and this like beautiful bluish periwinkle I, I again her ability to make modest fashion look stunning is like i just can't imagine it's this is literally like a turtleneck long sleeve maxi gown but the styling here is on point again she loves a pointy toe shoe a little clutch and then a big silver hoop slick back bun like i would love to steal this outfit so good she has a lot of slicked back hair moments which i don't hate part of it too is probably i mean she's half black so i assume that she has some hair texture that i feel like it's sometimes default like a good way to go is to like slick back you know Mm -hmm. and then okay her welcome dress so she told tiktok that she knew this was gonna be her welcome dress when she saw it and this is a Proenza schooler dress again a little Chanel bag little pink Chanel ballet flat um this one we get a mini dress we get some arms but it's just like a button down I thought it was Chanel honestly because it looks like the Chanel buttons and but now we move into our Chanel moment so we have a beaded high neck haute couture gown that fits like a glove this rehearsal dress is like quite fancy for what I think people think of when you think of rehearsal gowns like it's honestly about as fancy as her wedding dress it's high neck again there's beading all over the top of it that's like dangling off um and then it goes to the ground maxi it almost looks like it has like a peplum or like a skirt layered on top of her skirt moment like it's reminiscent of dress over pants i feel like because of where that like first tier of fringe is um but again just like classic elegant 
I can't fault her for anything. Yeah, there's this is, I think, in my opinion, her most conservative look. Like, there's no body hugging. It is long-sleeved, high neck, to the floor, with the pulled back hair. But like you said, she looks gorgeous. It's perhaps a little bit, like, I think mature for my opinion. But obviously, she looks stunning, and she clearly has a whole team. Yeah, I think it's like maybe feels a little stuffy just for it being like a rehearsal dinner. I feel like that's right. your chance to like do something a little more fun. Um, right. But she'll deliver some fun later. So now we have the ceremony dress, which is a halter moment. It's got that same like V cut up to her neck, a thick lace um, turtleneck situation. We know that she likes a high neck that's been in like half of these looks. And then it's like a beautiful scalloped lace um, on her collarbones. And then it's just like pretty slimly fitted to the ground. It's covered in beading. Um, There's a long train and her hair is worn very simply against slick back bun with a beautiful like sparkly pearlescent veil that looks double layered. There's such a cute photo of Nicole Richie like pulling out her veil, like looking at her. They're like both glowing, looking at each other, like so happy. Stunning. Yep. This is absolutely gorgeous. I don't think that there is a better way to cap it off. Like it's just, it's beautiful. Even her bouquet is like very understated. Like looks like baby's breath and like greenery. She's not going for anything over the top. Um, I really like the blunt cut of the veil. I think that that's a really interesting choice. Like a lot of times it's scalloped or it's um, tapered or it's got lace on the bottom. But this is like, it looks like just cut off and it's not layered at all. It's very pretty though. I also feel like this shape of dress, like that neckline is a toughy for a lot of people. I think would shy it's away the from high, it. It It's the high it. neck. Like there's just like, when you don't if you have anything of a short neck like a big fat cuff around your neck and coming all the way up to your chin is never going to be flattering but she must have a decently lengthed neck i was gonna say because of the, the amount of high neck she's wearing she had to have a a lengthy neck she also had to have really good shoulders <laughs> to be like pulling that off um i did yeah. see something though about like her diet exercise routine leading up to this and yeah. it did seem slightly problematic. It was like, oh. um, I'm fasting till noon, and then I eat some veggies or a salad. I have my workout. I eat dinner at 6.30, and then I don't eat carbs or any sweets. I was like, that simply uh. does not sound like enough food for the day. Right. Um, <laughs> let's f- cross our fingers that she ate her reception dinner food. <laughs> okay, well, she did say the reception dress she was guarding with her life because there was pizza and french fries there so um the reception dress was a version of it was worn by claudia schiffer in the fall 1993 show chanel is known for or carl lagerfeld at chanel was known for always clothing the couture show with a chanel bride always of his muse at the time it's regarded to be a very high honor to be a chanel bride very interested Mm -hmm. to see what chanel bride looks pop up next week at the met gala um but it is like this really it's a short mini dress it's kind of got like a corset top to it it looks like a tweed boucle it's got the little chanel flower in the center and then the skirt is kind of like a double layered skirt it's like a tiny not a peplum it's just a 
two inches shorter than the bottom hem. She's wearing another veil here that goes past the end of the dress. And then these really cute, uh, like, loafer slingbacks. Which I, surprised me, given her love of a pointy toe, that she didn't do the pointy toe slingback. But this one's more of, like, mm-hmm. a rounded loafer toe. But we'll have the photos of Claudia Schiffer wearing this on the runway where she has, like, uh, arm arm warmers on and like white tights and this crazy hair piece but you can see the vision for the dress on the runway versus like what Sophia's wearing like I feel like I'd wear this dress in a heartbeat is stunning this I think is my favorite look from the wedding it is so fun I'm obsessed with this neckline slash bucket corset looking top half of the dress um it looks very uh I was gonna say renaissance but like I actually have no idea I'm terrible at dating most types of types of things but it reminds me of like an old painting like the French Revolution like it's it's, it's um so oh much it's Regency era I think is what mm, we're looking yes, for okay. like Bridgerton and the double layer is also so fun. Um, like you said, it's not a peplum. It's just like another layer of the skirt. And I think that she pulled off the styling so well, from taking it from how it appeared on the runway and transforming it and making it fit her because it's the shape is a little bit reminiscent of her welcome party dress. Like it's just like a short little moment. And I think it came full circle. Great job. Bravo, it- Sophia Ritchie. This is her like sexiest look though, which is kind of funny. Um, that's the yeah. most we see. We get a little tit moment, but I feel <laughs> like she is again just launching. She's setting herself up here. Like this was all very yeah. like, media orchestrated. I mean, she they're obviously a power couple now. He's a record company. She's stunning and could do whatever she wants. People are really on her side at the moment, <laughs> so I'm excited to see like what she's doing in this new era of hers. She got a half a million followers on TikTok in basically a weekend. Like, that's insane. Yes. And I noticed when I was reading articles before last week, she was at like 7 million Instagram followers. And now she's at over 8. So casual million extra followers in a week. Right. And we know that Instagram is like the hardest platform ever on the face of the earth. Although now that we're entering YouTube, I think that that will start to take over our lives. (laughs) Well, here's what challenges me with Instagram it's like even though I have reels that are doing well it's much harder to convert real watchers and likers into followers than it is on TikTok because I think on TikTok mm-hmm. it's so easy because like the buttons are right next to each other but like on Instagram you have to like go to someone's profile and then you're scanning mm-hmm. and determine if you're going to follow them or not so that mm-hmm. is a code I have yet to crack I heard somebody say uh that TikTok is audience building and Instagram is audience engaging like Instagram is a community platform where TikTok is a discovery platform and that made a lot of sense I really liked that and that helped me understand the difference of like how to treat the people there do you know what I mean I do and I have been like people really say to like be engaging on your stories and be like posting throughout the day and I've noticed like those are the people I really like to follow on Instagram so I'm like trying to do a better job at that and I think that like leans exactly into that because you feel like you're like Mm -hmm. connecting with them more on like what Mm -hmm. they're actually doing in a day-to-day but I have been rethinking my TikTok strategy I mean as we both always are but we'll have to (laughs) chat more about that later but Katie walk us through your next topic 
Yep. So our second topic for this week is a reintroduction to Taylor Swift. It's no secret on this podcast that I am obsessed with her. And normally this would not necessarily make the list of topics that we would want to talk about. But with the Met Gala next week, I think everybody is just on their grind. Like there was very limited fashion news to be discussing this week, similarly to like the lead up of um fashion month in September like everybody in August oh, yeah. is like August just taking vacation yeah yeah like <laughs> so we are going to discuss Taylor Swift and her influence and or ability to reflect pop culture and how well she does that so her Eras tour has obviously been going for quite a few weeks now. She has been performing since mid March with only one weekend off. She pretty much performs a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday set every week and had one week off. That was the week that the news that her and Joe Alwyn broke up. So uh, she's just like a PR genius. Like her team is unmatched. She has an incredible control on her public image, which is why I don't think any of these paparazzi photos that have been coming out are accidental. Like it's all in. No, she can hide from the paparazzi if she really wanted to. Right. Like she can take back exits, like all of that. She has all the resources and money to do that in the world. Yes. And honestly, I don't care. Like I'm so excited to have her back out in the public image because it's giving 1989. And that was such a fun pop star era for her. And she was such an icon or like influential figure in pop culture and then disappeared. And that was the whole drama and blah, 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 blah. So like, this is her second uh, re-entering, I guess, of super mainstream. Like she's never been bigger than she is I have right now. Two comments. Yeah. Well, well, one red, she was also really out in pop culture. Right. Cause I'm getting like the yes. tweet image in my head of like red lipstick. Okay. And then two, do you think she's been like underground? Well, I guess there's like the whole Scooter Braun situation. Do you think mm -hmm. like her last relationship that like maybe he just didn't want to be seen out and about? And that's why she's kind of been in hiding for like the past, what, six years? Yeah. So it's hard to say. Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't even honestly remember. Like, has she publicly made a statement that they're broken up or has everyone truly just been running with it no i think people are just running with it i mean she never like confirms or denies anything though i feel like yeah and it's pretty obvious based on everything that's been going on that they are broken up and there's so much fun evidence like the dinner that she went to with blake lively and ryan reynolds and then they both unfollowed him immediately after the dinner on instagram and like just a handful of <gasps> other like Gigi oh my Hadid god doesn't imagine being next to that table I know like that is crazy. So a lot of people have been like celebrities have been um, showing their support by unfollowing him on Instagram, which I just find like wild that that's the new currency. But, but that's like the only way you can really tell what's going on in celebrities lives because people do the same thing with the Kardashians. Like that's just how. Yes. You, that's just how just you like keep us. track. So you follow and block their contacts. <laughs> Right, exactly. Block, block. So her era's tour outfits so far have been super glittery. And these are all of her. This also includes like all of her red carpet moments. She's been showing up on all of the red carpets in majorly glittery outfits for the last few months. Her tour reflects all of that as well. But the interesting thing is that her paparazzi photos and her everyday quote unquote wear that she's been out and about in is so much more understated than that. She has not 
taken the level of drama that she's bringing to her performances into her regular life, which I think she's been doing for every era, but like this is the most dramatically different. The first outfit that she has that she like was first seen post breakup in is just a pair of butterfly jeans, which are super cute. They have a cutout on the thigh. They're from area. They're like $600 and you could go buy them right now, which is pretty cool. Um, and like a glittery purse. It's just like a beaded little bag moment, a black, almost off the shoulder tee. And these Sam Edelman shoes, which I thought were Tobby's, um until further investigation but in this photo like the way the light is reflecting off of the shoe it so looks like there's a toe cut there but can you imagine I cannot imagine like that would be um like Lana Del Rey and Taylor Swift came together and they do have a song together so I'm good they have a song together it's not either of their best which is upsetting but apparently Lana like didn't know she was going to be featured in it she thought she was just helping her write it Oh, funny. Well, the funny thing about Taylor Swift features is that, like, you really hardly ever hear them anyway. Like, she has people featured on her songs, and then you don't even really know where they show up. Her (laughs) second outfit is just another simple jeans and t-shirt moment. She's wearing, like, a brown Henley tucked into a pair of a a Goldie jeans that are, like, gray, straight leg. Uh, The boots are from the row, and she has a Rebecca Minkoff purse. Shout out, Rebecca. Oh, yeah. And again, just like a really simple jeans and t-shirt moment. She's just like us. We would both wear right. that exact outfit. <laughs> right, exactly. And then her last most recent paparazzi photo is her most um elevated look per se. It's a Simkai dress, which I have not heard of that brand before. Yes, you have. But- We've covered them on the show. Jonathan Simkai. Uh remind me. Uh, New York Fashion Week, one of them. Mm-hmm. I'll have to okay. look it up. But, um, okay, it did not immediately ring a bell. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes sense. Simkai looks like an Asian name. Um, it didn't immediately ring a bell, but I do really like this style. Um, I could totally see Rachel Green wearing this outfit, minus the like little hip chain. The super wide skinny straps of the dress, like we said, little hip chain, some loafers, Still a McCartney bag. She's looking chic. She's out and about with her girl gang. Everybody is, I think they were like shot somewhere outside of a brunch spot. Like they're just girling it up in the city. Um, and we all love a girl these, brunch moment. Right. And all three of these outfits are incredibly simple. And that sort of reflects what we've been seeing in the general trends for quite some time, this continuous move into minimalism. And then there's the opposite trend of course of maximalism but that's like very much deeply in the fashion scene I feel like um there's not as many just casual consumers of maximalism versus this like clean girl aesthetic we said it earlier yes and I feel like Taylor clearly oh. didn't invent this oh I was just gonna say Taylor clearly didn't invent this as the aesthetic um but she's doing a great job of incorporating it into her wardrobe it almost does feel reminiscent of like the red nineteen eighty nine days because it's like she's got a red lip in every photo. Like mm-hmm. even those outfits weren't overly complicated, right? It was like a striped t shirt and a short and a ballet flat. Like I feel that it is kind of true to her past street style, but I mean, 
all girls would wear all three of these outfits today. Like they're just like very easy to throw on. My the mm-hmm. last is my favorite as well. I love that Stella McCartney bag. Um and I like love to see her like out and about doing her thing, like right. being a pop star. Again, I want to see rich people be rich. Go look it up. Right. Like there is no like there is no excuse, Taylor. You don't have a man anymore. You have all the money in the world. Everybody is on your side. You need to be out and about, and I want pictures. So I will say she is kind of wearing a good range of pricing. I mm-hmm. mean, Sam Edelman, Rebecca Minkoff, that's in like the one to two hundred. Um, Eagle Eve, you know, two hundred. The most expensive thing I think she's wearing is those row boots. Could even that Simkai dress is gonna run under a grand it's probably like 600 so i think that is also an interesting and definitely a intentional decision because i feel like Mm. it doesn't put you like so like out of touch celebrity who's like only wears prada and mew mew everywhere they go right it feels too stuffy for her to be wearing something like that and so many of her fans are so young that Mm -hmm. it would be so far out of their price range to even try to emulate it Katie, TikTok idea, recreate mm. all these outfits. That would actually be hella cute. I should. And you could. You definitely And I could. Stuff. And all your clothes are clean now. <laughs> and all of my clothes are clean. So I have everything at my disposal. I could, for this last one, I could wear my little drop waist dress, get, <gasps> get some cute. loafers, because I don't have any shiny ones, but I've been meaning to. So like, good excuse. I have, I have a, a pair of shiny chain. ones, but they don't. They're almost like a wedge loafer, which sounds weird to say, but there's not like a cutout for the heel. And I feel like sometimes that really throws me off with those. Yeah, that's fair. That sounds a little bit off-putting if it's not like an immediate yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But honestly, maybe I should try to recreate this outfit. I feel like it's just Yeah, do it. You have all of these things. You know I do. So those are our two topics for this week. And that means we are moving into outfits, which are going to be exciting to talk about. We were originally, I don't think we've said it or teased it. We were originally going to have Anna Grace's friend Bianca on the show this week to talk about Coachella. Instead, she will be on next week. And that is because she lost her voice at Coachella. So like, can't even fault her for having fun and because she went the to weekend like, one and weekend two, and was working because she was styling people. So like she's been on her Coachella grind. She deserves to have fun, and we <laughs> can't we can't say anything about it. No, she'll she'll be with us next week, um, and then following that we'll have Met Gala. So. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to podcasts so that you do not miss these incredibly exciting, incredibly relevant moments in pop culture episodes. And we have firsthand reporters in the field. So, well, not the Met Gala. Not yet, I should say. That is coming in the future. Um, Manifesting that. Manifesting that. Katie, do you have your outfits in here? Or do you want me to start while you do that? No, I have them um, actually just right in front of me here. So they're being dropped in right now. My outfits this week are not actual outfits that I wore, I will admit. And that's because I wasn't planning on having to talk about my own outfits this week. But because all of my clothes were clean, I got to do a fun 
exercise of actually having everything at my disposal. And I rediscovered some things. I wore some things I haven't ever worn before. Um, and they're going to be fun to talk about. I, we actually have two outfits that are pretty similar. And that is the, the first two of outfit us? that I'm going to talk about this week. Yes, we both have a striped shirt outfit. Ooh, uh, yes, striped shirt moment. We love a striped shirt around here. It is a classic. It is a French girl staple. And it's also such an easy piece to just run with and you automatically feel put together. So I paired it with my straight leg jeans. I pulled up my one of my pearl necklaces into like a choker because this neckline of this shirt is a little bit goofy because it's not quite a boat neck, not quite a crew neck. It's a it's not an expensive t-shirt. So it's trying to figure out what it wants to do at any given moment my tabbies and my lip purse. I also have like a fun pink lip oil on, but you can't see it in this photo. A hair bow, mm. my Prada sunglasses. So she fully leaned into the French aesthetic and it was a good outfit. It's an easy one to just pull out of the back of your pocket. That's a good one for work for you that like if you're really in a pinch. Yes, yes. The next outfit, so that outfit was pretty much worn to work, and that was the inspiration for it. Um, so the next outfit is what we wore to go to a happy hour. I wanted to go for a big pants and heels moment, and oh, I also wanted to wear a tube top because it was sunny. And so this is what I came up with. I, it was the first time that I broke out my um, – Maybe not the first time ever, but I think literally like maybe the third time I've worn this little denim coach bag and it's so cute. I love it so much. It's the perfect shape, but I just don't wear it because it doesn't really match the rest of my closet. Um, and I'm sad about it. Like I need a little bag. I think this it's, size. The brown. it's the brown. I agree. Oh, DIY moment. Mm-hmm. You can dye that leather. Dye leather. Black. Yep. Ooh. You just paint it with like dye stuff. People were telling me to do it mm-hmm. with my little Louis Vuitton. I'm like, Ugh, guys, I'm scared, but apparently. <laughs> right. Okay. So noted. We'll see um, about that. If I really feel like I don't want to get rid of it, then maybe I'll go for something like that. My thrifted Shein sandals, <laughs> um, these big. <laughs> uh baggy green pants um this is giving a little bit Kim Possible but not in a super obvious way um I think because of the heel and J Crew tube top little blue shell necklace sunglasses easy happy hour fit and I pulled these down to try to make them as low as possible The problem with trying to force pants to be a lower rise than they actually are is like they just want to ride up and you can't be yanking your pants down the whole time. Well, like low rise pants have to be like tight so that they stay low rise or like, but they can't be too tight. Right. They can't be too tight that you're uncomfortable and they're like pinching and looking bad. Get a very delicate balance. Right. That's like such an early 2000s term, like <laughs> muffin top. Every time I try on a pair of low-rise pants, I think about the Sex in the City episode where Samantha gained like five pounds and she showed up to a party in a pair of low-rise pants and had like overflow. And it was so bad. It was so bad. God um, forbid so- we have a little bit of abdominal fat. 
Right. That's my early 2000s low-rise pants trauma. Um, (laughs) This next outfit, I have two red outfits. Um, One of them, I am wearing the same shoes, and I went for head-to-toe red. This red jacket, I have never worn before, um, but I thrifted it. thriller. Yeah, it's fun. Um, It is yeah like a big um shoulder pad moment it's really cropped um something about red leather really does just say 80s and in a fun way and i just threw together everything red that i own the black purse i'm wearing my rebecca minkoff purse does add something in a lot of the other pictures you could actually see it and i liked that better but my face was looking stupid in all of the pictures. So this was the least offensive one. Um, but it was kind of fun to play around with um, an all same color moment. And also I put on a necklace and took it off. Um, so that said Anti-necklace something. trend. I do right. think that like if you went – like let's say you just had the pants and the top on wouldn't work because the reds are so off but then you add a third red that doesn't match the others like they're not the same shade the red and then i feel like that works yes because i feel like people would have gotten thrown off and they wouldn't have done the jacket but you went there i did go there and that i think is because i didn't look at myself it was a mental image (laughs) until and then i put them all on so i didn't ever get the visual of myself in just the top and the pants which would have i think derailed me but i pushed through and it was fun love it um next outfit is this new pink little wrap sweater thing that i got uh at plato's closet i had a journey with them this week <laughs> i took my big giant bin of things to two different plato's closets and they both took different things and nice. so it was awesome um i made like 90 dollars off the bin so like i feel fine donating the rest of it like i'm no longer invested in what's in there that's like the best feeling. You're like, this is just enough that I feel okay with getting the rest of this away. Yeah. So this was on the clearance rack. Um, it's fun. It's cute. I think it's from like Banana Republic or something like that. I've been looking for a little wrap sweater. The problem is, is that there's a teeny hole on the back of it that I didn't notice. And that's surely why it was on clearance. But I only spent $3 on it. So I'll just sew up the hole from the inside, run with it until it falls apart. And then it's served its purpose. I Not I've never seen you in this piece. shade of pink. No, it's a new shade of pink. It's like a true magenta. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. With my little black Express Mini cowboy boots um, and my cross necklace, which was a fun ad. Um, I didn't have a good purse for this outfit. I have this one. It's like a little patent big buckle moment. I didn't love it. It was really just the best option, I think. It's cute. And my last I- outfit... Oh, go ahead. Uh, isn't that all of them? Nope, I have one more. My last outfit is my Outcast t-shirt with a sparkly oh. mesh undershirt and some red shorts. I put on a bunch of chain necklaces, bucket hat, Marc Jacobs bag, and these faux Doc Martin sandals that I got. Um, uh, maybe I think at TJ Maxx, their mud brand, which really took me back. Um, yes. but I do remember paying about $12 for them. So they are not very high quality, unfortunately. Like I wore them maybe five or six times last summer and they're like 
peeling the like strings. there's threads everywhere yeah yeah so they're gonna need to get cleaned up if i'm gonna wear them this summer but they're a fun shoe to randomly pull out and this is a great outfit for just like running errands like this is a fun way to like feel put together but if you're not feeling wearing something tight or you're just like it's hot out you don't want to wear something that's like too revealing or something like that it's fun and that is my weekend outfits yes love it i tried on those doc martin sandals one time in mm-hmm. new york and they like so did not fit my foot whatsoever <sighs> so maybe i should be looking for a dupe yeah all right then i will head over to my week of outfits we are going to start with my striped shirt moment which was god where <laughs> this is one of those days where you're just like I'm going to do a smoky eye in the middle of the Mm. day just to feel something. And then it kind of like ruined everything. Um, Oh, no. So I was doing like a smoky eye and I think it was like my hair was kind of dirty. I think my base of my face was a little too tan. So everything was just looking slightly off. But then I was like, this is kind of giving a Bridget Bardot eye. I had a little bit of a wing. Hard to tell in a photo. So then I was like, okay, let me start teasing my hair. Let me do like trying to do a little bump moment to then I had the realization I was like oh my god Bridget Bardot and like the 60s and then like mm. Snooki, those are very close those are closer than I ever realized before like True. that's probably like the inspo behind that and that was like so bizarre to me that like Jersey Shore era fashion was like rooted in the 60s Maybe that's why I love them both so much. <laughs> Maybe so. And then I saw a clip of Kim Kardashian from, I mean, what? Probably like season four of Keeping with the Kardashian, which just a giant poof, like no bangs, <laughs> just gigantic poof in her confessional. And I was like, oh my God, that was a time. So It was an era. Because of that, enter the French striped shirt, as Katie alluded to before. Uh, this one I thrifted and I like it, but I think it's got to go... Because I kept hating this outfit when I looked myself in the mm. mirror. And I think it's because it's got a drop shoulder. I don't mm. have shoulders. And so it just makes me look slouchier. Um, and it's not my favorite looks. But for this outfit styling, we have my black low-rise, mid-rise jeans that I wear a lot. And then these black little sandals that I've been wearing nonstop. Um, but the thing about vintage shoes, these are at least from the early 2000s, uh, if you consider that vintage or not. They just start to fall apart, and I'm a little concerned that they're starting to do that. Uh, But I'm just going to glue them and hope for the best. But what I did end up wearing out that day is going to be the next photo. So we had to get rid of the bump. Again, I think the hair was just dirty. I desperately need to get a cut, too. I texted someone today to try to get an appointment, and they didn't respond to me. So um, I feel like if I get my hair cut, things will be better. It's just like the point where it's too long that... Or, like, not shapely that every hairstyle looks bad. So, we threw it up in a ponytail. And then I just threw on a white t-shirt. This denim jacket, a denim Topshop jacket from when my friends worked at Nordstrom. And I was like, hey, buy this with your discount for me, please, in college. Um, she's kind of made a comeback this past week. I've, like, threw her on over a lot of things. I feel like it's that time mm. of year where you just need, like, a light layer. Um, yeah. So, then there's just got the simple white t-shirt denim jacket same jeans and shoes and this felt very much more me but then for like a fun little statement we had these big gold heart earrings and then my Marc Jacobs silver bag are those earrings from Target because I'm pretty sure I have the red ones yes they're bubble bar or sugar fix yes. by bubble bar yes I love that line of jewelry Target yes, has it's great so jewelry. fun yes and at a good price so 
I am a big fan of those earrings. And then my next fit is going to be an outfit. I, I think I wore this like the next day. I wanted to style this Dolce & Gabbana vintage jacket I have. Well, technically D&G, which was their diffusion line, which is no longer a thing. But so it's D&G by Dolce & Gabbana. I got it at this uh, Buffalo Exchange in D.C. that also no longer exists. Um, rest in peace. I got a lot of good <laughs> stuff at that. Um, that one time that I went there and this jacket was one of them. It was like 30 or 40 bucks at the time. It looks like a picnic table. So I love to pull it out during the spring summer. And I think I was just like making a TikTok and I was like, let's just try to have some fun. So I went with like just a white tank top, um, push up bra, because like we said, the boobs are out this summer, uh, white Levi's pants. I had little red slip on sandals. And then I did this like silver chunky belt, which I really like the look of, but it was not through the belt loops so mm. that was really impractical and it kept like riding up i went to go work at a coffee shop and then i did an errand after and i removed the belt and left it in the car because it was mm. just not working sad i do think this is my favorite outfit from this week though oh thank you Telfar bag these black sunglasses which i lost i keep losing my black sunglasses and i'm like <laughs> don't typically lose sunglasses until this year something's in the water me black sunglasses are having a hard time. Um, these ones are just from Target, so I'm hoping if I go back to Target, they'll be there. Yeah. And silver hoops. Then next, we have my happy hour fit. And I wanted to wear my little Isabel Marant top, which I have not worn in the warmer weather yet. Again, like Katie said, it was hot this day. And the issue with this top, though, is that it's, like, very extremely cropped. So anything, like, mid to low rise was, like, a lot of stomach commitment that I was just not ready for. So I did pair it with my Los Angeles apparel, like, skirt that's pretty high rise. I did, like, a half up, half down. Again, Katie was there when I was complaining about my hair. This hairstyle didn't really pan out the way I wanted to. It was, like, a half up, half down with a bow. And my little coach bag and the same little black slip on shoes and silver earrings in a cuff bracelet. Did you see this maybe what our other topic could have been, but like the coach utopia thing where they like no. relaunched a bunch of secondhand bags. Oh, cool. That they like upcycled and stuff. And the coach ergo mini, which is the bag I have in this photo. Uh, if you've follow me on instagram you've seen it a trillion times that was like one of the main styles that they had featured and like being redone which was pretty cool mm. and then my last outfit of the week is at a beer festival that i went to in raleigh it's like north carolina's biggest beer festival my uncle lives down there so we were down visiting um and this photo is me and my cousin but the issue with this day is that we knew that it was going to rain all day which is unfortunate when you're at an outdoor beer festival so I was trying to think of like my sh I really started the shoes my best raining footwear choice is Doc Martens I'm not one of those people like if it's raining I do not want any part of my lower half of my body exposed I hate getting like wet on my legs if I'm wearing shorts or like sandals um I, I can't handle it so then I was like okay I wear my little jumpsuit and then a little headband hoops the black sunglasses that as I said, got lost sometime during this day. I literally, uh, so it like poured on and off and we'd have to like go seek 
shelter under like awnings to buildings to the side and i got home and i was like hanging out and then i went upstairs to like go put comfy clothes on i was like let me just take a small nap and then i slept for 12 hours straight so big day no seven to seven baby (laughs) whoa that's pretty crazy i haven't done that in forever well that's what day drinking does to you so true enough true enough it's like a wine festival where you could get like samples and then you have six samples and like two beers and they're all ipas so then you're wasted so that's what happened to me but we recovered we made it home back in maryland now and it was a good time i just wish it wasn't raining but right you know we survived yes and that is my week in outfits and that is our episode like we said we're back next week with coachella coverage and the week after that we have the met gala i'll have some vacation outfits um coming up it's gonna be a good time so make sure that you're subscribed to us follow us on all the social medias you'll be able to get that in the show notes and in the outro and with that we'll talk to everybody next week bye bye Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averett. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averett. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averett. This has been a three beverage media production. <laughs> <laughs>